Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is The Big Payoff with Rachel Bellow and Suzanne Mushin, business partners and best friends. They take on Chicago's big business stories, and they'll take on you, too. Welcome to The Big Payoff. I'm Suzanne Mushin. I'm here with Rachel Bellow, who's my best friend and business partner. And we have a show that you know tackles every week issues related to money and meaning and living a life that matters. But we also do these segments called Off the Air, where we just let you in on a conversation that we've been having. And today we decided to turn on the mic right at the moment where Rachel and I were debating how much preparation she needs for a meeting that she's presenting at today. So let's turn on the mics. Rach, what time is the MAS board? M-A-S. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. why I call it, it I, I guess, because my, <laughs> porque hablo español. <laughs> so M-A-S. I, I, I sh- remind me not to go in calling them MAS. I know, it's but M-A-S. it's a good name because it's like more. It means more. I know. And M-A-S is the worst name. Yeah. Uh, three o'clock. And I'm not even thinking about it, Suzanne. It's like we have $25,000 on the line. And all I'm doing is walking into the board meeting and telling them, you know, what we want to do and how we want to do it and answer whatever questions they have about so here's what's crazy you about know, that. I mean, of, I, I, tr- yeah. I trust you a thousand percent to pull that off. You know I do. What's weird, though, is that when we were on the other side of somebody with that attitude at our last pitch meeting where we had to pitch into an in, in an environment where we really felt unprepared, we were sort of shamed, ashamed about it. Well, that's a really great distinction, Suzanne, because... I am going in completely unscripted and a hundred percent confident because not in, not only am I prepared by having thought about them and the issues that they deal with in the city, but because you and I have so much pattern recognition over the years about clients like this with issues like that, the nonprofit sector. It's like we're prepared in our bones. Do you hear that uh, siren? I think that's somebody coming to get you for being unprepared. Mm. Um, I Well, right. That, so I guess there is a difference there. I mean, look, there are many meetings. I mean, I'm going into one myself today where I really have not, I have no script. I am off. You mean your psychiatrist? <laughs> exactly. Although that one I probably have more of a script of because I have to spend a lot exactly. of time thinking about what I want to do because she just opens the call and then stays silent. So I have to start. 
Um, yeah. But no, I think that it, this whole confidence comes from pattern recognition. Like we have done a version of the meeting a million times. There's a amount of preparation that comes with just having done this so many times. And I think that the mistake that people make who don't have that kind of muscle memory is that they either go to one side or the other. So they either way over script and then it's that like, oh my God, Justin, it was like that employee oh. we had where it was like, Oh, so stilted. And he had so to stick to the script that there was no improv at all. Like none. Well, like, it didn't feel as if he were in the room. It's like, I don't believe you if you're reading from a script. In fact, I can't even feel you. I can't, people who stand up and give scripted isn't speeches. that so. So last night, that's the best example of this. So last night was this big JUF trade dinner you know, 2,000 people in the room at a hotel. And the speakers who were introducing, you know, the event, maybe they were on a committee or something like that. So each give up and they come up with their pieces of paper and they are all reading off the paper. And on the one hand... Oh, my God. Well, I, yeah, but on the one hand, I understand it because there's two to 3,000 people in the room and they probably felt nervous. On the other hand, they were trying so hard to act as if they weren't reading a script and they were trying to be all emotional. And I was like, we're in an era and part of, you know, reality television has done this to us where it's so jarring when somebody reads a script. It's so jarring to me now. Like I actually can't tolerate it. Exactly. I can't either. And also I can't show up until I've absorbed the words myself. I, I can't yes. be reading it. There can't be a distance. But, you know, it reminds me of, I was watching the other night the um, Jerry Seinfeld show, the comedians oh in cars love. getting coffee. Yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld is known in the business as the single most prepared comedian on the planet. For his show, for his stand-up show. For his stand-up shows. Right. He, his whole reputation is around the guy works a hundred times harder than you do and than me that's not well and and right but in this show he literally throws the script away gets into the car with another comedian of course that's that's what makes it work is that the other person happens to be just you know always i know see i would be so much better if you were funny (laughs) (laughs) i think you'd be so much much better if we were in a car actually we should just do cars now that the car talk guys are dead we can yeah, right two, two two best friends and business partners in cars with bulletproof coffee sponsored by yeah. bulletproof actually that's yeah. a really good idea but i love it. it's a great idea but he doesn't but for this show he's unscripted he's not he hasn't scripted comedians in cars no it, it's totally unscripted and you can tell and it feels absolutely as if i'm sitting in the back seat in the car with these two people isn't it's that, just but see this fantastic. is this is where the this is where we need to go and again i think reality television has had a big role in it but i also just think we podcasts have had a big role in it we're all so craving intimacy that the minute, and authenticity and authenticity. And authenticity and the script is a veil between you yes, and your audience the minute you put up a script i immediately shut down i'm like well this isn't authentic it doesn't yeah. feel real you wrote this script and you had your wife or somebody else or your husband read it over with you and made sure that you put in the appropriate you know stories that would elicit certain emotions it's like just talk to me just Tell me a story. Talk to me. And I think that the other piece of it is we bank on the fact that, and it was great because remember we had Tom Yorton from Second City in the other week. We bank on 
the ability to be improvisational, like in a meeting. Yeah. It's it's what people walk away feeling like, well, that was fresh. That was different. You know, I, I, I'm just thinking about my allergy to being scripted. And, you know, I my head went down a whole path of like scripting in sexual encounters, which I won't go down, but I I will off. What, really what, I don't off even. What air. does that mean? Wait, what well, do you mean? Like, you know, no, I, I actually can't go there. But well, like, wait, you know, you say just did. This. I, no, what do say you mean? Th- say this, right? Like in when you hear when you hear people I'm so confused. having sex. Okay, no, just I can't actually have it. But I have a friend <laughs> who says to me periodically, like, she'll call me and go. Uh-huh. Um, I'm so worried about that. Rachel, just tell me everything's going to be okay. Uh-huh. Just yeah. tell me I'm not a loser about it. And I always recoil like, really? You're going to believe me now that you've scripted me to say this to you? You yeah. are going to be okay. The, yeah. You are not a loser. Yeah, you have an allergy what? to that. I, I, I do get that. I, I think that, look, in the business world, I think that we have two options. You you have to be prepared. I mean, there is no I, I, when somebody comes onto a call with me and they've asked me for my time, like somebody wants like a mentoring call, you know, 15 minutes and they come onto the call and it's clear to me that they have not done their homework. They haven't Googled me. They haven't read our website. Like They know yeah. nothing. I am yeah. so irritated by that. It's like yeah. and I because I am always prepared for every conversation I go into. I've always looked the person up, done my homework, done the deep dive. So that preparation. So that, so that so we that. can be quick on our feet yeah. and follow the conversation as it goes. The thing about yeah. being over scripted in a, in a meeting is the conversation in, in, invariably goes in ways that you did not anticipate. And if you're like, sorry, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. It just is such a drag. For such everybody. a drag. And I just, I, it's cringeworthy. So, you know, if I were giving advice to someone who is, you know, so the meeting you have, you've done a million times. But if I was giving advice to somebody who was going into a meeting like that where for the first time they're on, they're presenting, they're running the meeting, I would have said, read the deck or the proposal or whatever it is you're pitching enough times that you are deeply familiar with it, but not too many times that you're going to feel anxious when you go off script. That's the, the that's 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 really true, and wear a cute outfit. I mean, I've spent way more time picking my outfit than I have. I'm shocked that it's taken us this long to get to that because honestly, I don't know where why it didn't move from my brain to my mouth. But the minute that you said you had this meeting today, the first thing I wanted to ask you was what you were wearing. So what are what you, you wearing? wearing? Yeah. What, no, what are you wearing to the meeting? Um, I think well, it's cold today, so I think I'm gonna uh-huh. wear. Um, <laughs> you know. Not Chicago cold, but pretty cold. Um, I'm going to wear nice, long, you know, pants, skinny pants. Jeggings. Some nice, long jeggings. jeggings. And then Uh a little boot. And then a a cool white blouse. There's always got to be a little bit of edge. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. a sort of deconstructed jacket. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's my cute outfit. And if they don't like it, which I'll be able to tell right away, I'll just... (laughs) duck into the bathroom and change because I'm bringing an alternative outfit. How, how will you be able to tell if they don't like your outfit? You can always tell. Yeah, you can you always know, if tell. The, if the guys don't like rustle in their seats. <laughs> exactly. Like shift a little bit in their seat. All right. Well, good luck with that. Thanks. Okay. Talk to you later.
Suzanne. Yeah. I think we might have to take out that sex part. Can I tell you what I was thinking about? What? Okay. Back, and this was like when I was very young. Um, oh, my God. I, I need, I think, is anybody listening? Everybody's listening. Okay, nobody. I, I can't. 